This is an Ion Annapolis bonus podcast. All right, joining us on the phone today is AJ Smith, who will be playing at the Rams Head on October 2nd for a matinee show at 1 p.m. AJ, thank you for joining us today. How you been? I've been so good, man. Thank you so much for having me, John. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, I've been a fan of yours ever since your dad really started pestering me to become one. And if you you take his fatherly bias and put it aside, he wasn't wrong. That's for sure. And I think uh, it was Brooklyn Knights when he pulled it up on his cell phone in Panera up in Annapolis and said, hey, man, you got to watch this video of my son. And, And I was hooked. I was a fan. And... Obviously, you do have some connections here, just for those that aren't aware. Your father lives in town, and uh, your father was born and raised here in Annapolis, and you've got some connections here. And you're coming back to the Ram's Head, which is really cool, on October 2nd. Yeah, um, super excited. You know, my dad like grew up on Annapolis Roads, and uh, now they're back there, which is exciting after, you know, I grew up kind of, his career took him a bunch of different places, but now it's exciting that he's back in Annapolis, where he grew up, and I get to visit there all the time and that's all awesome. that, yeah. That's awesome. Well, I'll you, let's talk a little bit about your music. Uh, I mean, how did music come into your life? I mean, have you been a musician all of your life, like since the toddler days? I mean, with the Fisher-Price <laughs> thing? or uh, Yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> there's, some, there's some great photos of me, like in a diaper still, with a little toy guitar, kind of just going, la, 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 la. Who would have thought? My, right? And then my, my godmother, she taught piano lessons, so... You know, that was kind of a natural. I was banging on the piano at like two years old. And uh, I think my parents were like, you know, maybe we should actually just teach him what to actually play. And I, there's a story that I like ran away from home with the family dog. And they were like, where's our son? Where's our son? And I was just like two doors down the road at my godmother's house, sitting next to her window, listening to piano lessons. Uh, <laughs> so a couple heart attacks later, I was uh, playing piano lessons. The bug it just never left you. I mean, I you know I I kicked my mother's I kicked my mother's ass for not making me take piano lessons as an adult. I can look back <laughs> on this and say, you know, I really wish I had learned to play some kind of an instrument, piano, guitar, or anything like that. I have zero, you know, musical ability. But this stuck with you throughout your entire life, though. Yeah, I, I don't think that there's a day that's gone by that I haven't really played music or created music in some way. That's so cool. Uh, and you are a multi-instrumentalist. When I saw your porch concert uh, last summer, it was, uh, you know, it was like, uh, how many more instruments can he pull out of this bag to figure out? And you got the keyboards, you got the violin, the guitar. And um, recently I saw the, the uke in your roommate video. Yeah. You know, it's kind of, once you get going on one, you just really want to learn more. I'm doing something really cool with the uke right now, actually. I'm teaching an astronaut how to play the uke so that he can play in space. It's like a really small instrument, so that's pretty cool. All right, how did you get hooked up with an astronaut that's going (laughs) into space? So SpaceX, September 15th is their next launch, and they're sending up four civilians, um, just regular, average, but extraordinary people, instead of just sending up, you know, billionaires or whatever. So this one guy, Chris, he's an engineer, and but he's also a musician, and Martin Guitars, who I work with, they reached out to me because they're like, hey, Chris needs to learn how to do ukulele. And we know you played ukulele in your roommate song and video. Could you maybe teach him how to play ukulele so that he can sing up in space? I'm like, yeah, 100%. So I'm doing like Zoom lessons with uh, with Chris. And he's an awesome dude. It's, it's been a lot of fun. It's been really great. Oh, that's awesome. Well, now, where are you based out now? You're not, you're not here in Annapolis. I I'm mean, in Nashville. 
How did, how did you get down there from here? It's such a weird thing living in the social media age. I had an opportunity to, uh, as an influencer to go down and be a live-in creator and content creator for um, a new building that was opening up down there called Connect. Super cool building. So they brought me down and they were basically like, hey, it's been a pandemic, tough time for creators, tough time for musicians. We also just opened up our building. Kind of a tough time to be opening up a brand new high-rise in downtown Nashville. And uh, so they were like, could we just give you a free apartment? You come down here for a year and, um, and then create content for us. So that then that way we have all of this cool content pieces for our advertising, whatever, all that kind of stuff. And I was like, hey, that sounds like a great deal to me. Gets me down in Nashville. And so I did that. And it was an amazing opportunity. I got to then get down and start writing with, with more. I mean, Nashville's a songwriter city, man. It's like, yeah. it's, it's awesome. So I'm, I'm loving it. Are you figuring you're permanently down there or close to permanently? Uh, yeah, close to permanently. I mean, you know, as, as much as a uh, troubadour can be permanently anywhere. We have a house, my fiance and I. We, we I invited her to be my roommate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's all. She said, yeah, I proposed to her. And, you know, pandemic obviously kind of put a uh, bit of a slowdown on, on certain things moving forward. We were like, hey, you know, we're going to move into a house together. We're, we know we're going to be with each other for the rest of our lives. So, um, that's yeah so we did that and we took that step and we're getting married next june um officially now so excited Con- for that too congratulations on that well I, I know i caught a couple of the videos that you and your maybe then girlfriend i don't know fiance but uh had done during covid that were just hysterical and was that your way of keeping sane during covid uh, yeah, <laughs> that's definitely it. Um, you know, I mean, we did like, she's in musical theater and her entire industry got shut down too. So we kind of thought, wouldn't it be fun to keep people's spirits up? This is when we thought this was going to be a two week thing. <laughs> yeah, we um, all did. <laughs> you know, and we were like, oh, okay, let's do musical parodies. So we did It's a Lockdown Life. We did Don't Be Our Guest. Um, it's like, don't be out of guest. It was super fun. And I mean, some of these were, we spent, days on them uh, they're super elaborate super fun and then you know pandemic like we, we did a, one of the jokes in one of them was like oh uh, only plans we've got till June uh, apparently until June of 2022 basically <laughs> so you know whoops you, you said that she's in, in music and her industry was shut down and I mean I hate the term of a struggling musician but I mean you know you don't have any Dolly Parton-esque royalty checks rolling in, I don't think. Not yet. I've, yeah. I get a couple hundred bucks here, a couple hundred bucks there. It's not to, But I mean, I don't have that catalog yet. What does a couple do during COVID when, when their industry is pulled out from underneath them? I mean, how, how did you survive? Obviously, okay, your, your housing was taken care of as the influencer, which is obviously probably a huge thing. But I mean, what did you guys do? I mean, how did... Well, I turned to live streaming just to, and I, it's not like I was charging for it. I've, I didn't go and try to say, okay, I'm, I need to make a living off this yet. I, I was still trying to just almost do it to keep as a service to my fans that wanted to tune in and spend every week with me. I did a, a Friday night live stream every every week, about six months. Um, then I was kind of getting burnt out, and I really needed to focus on creating my, my album and like that kind of stuff and getting all of that ready to rock and the first single from that's finally dropping um in october so that's right right after the ramsat show um so that's super exciting awesome. um, but then you know the the rest of it was um finding little odd jobs here and there you know i i'm lucky that i being a musician 
and being a solo artist you develop a lot of skills that people don't necessarily think about you have to be a great graphic designer you have to be uh, great at organizing a tour you have to and which then means you're doing spreadsheets you're doing all this kind of stuff and so you know i ended up picking up just some consulting work in addition to my music and then you know started playing and entering into the sync world where trying to license film tv shows with music for those and um it just kind of it, it just involved getting a little bit more creative and trying to find ways to to keep on creating and to uh, kind of keep pushing forward. You know, it's funny. I spoke with uh, Amy Spies not too long ago, and she's based down in Nashville too. And she said that similar thing that she turned around and you know figure out what you know what what the hell do I do? I mean, she said the calluses on her on her fingers were going away from playing the guitar, and so she started doing. Um, Online sort of master classes where, oh, she, there you go. where yeah. she was able to and finding it and you know it's, it's uh, it was interesting it, it, to see what different musicians and different artists did during this time that was just absolutely horrible. Um, I, and I know one thing that you did during COVID, uh, and not that we're out of it yet, but we're seemingly coming out of it. But you grabbed the attention of arguably one of the biggest names in the music industry. Um, with a video you that you produced called Billy Joel, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and hey, you know what? Those those royalty checks actually did help a little bit during the pandemic too. Um, so yeah, you know, I, Billy Joel's music was super influential in in my life. My parents were playing it for me growing up, and then you know, because that's what old people do, right? Yeah, <laughs> of course. Hey, share share your music with me. I love it. Um, and uh, and then you know, my, for my then at the time girlfriend, um, now fiance, you know. They love Billy. Like, they're Long Island Italians, so, like, they're obsessed, right? So, they like, when we first met, I immediately knew after that first dinner meeting her family, oh, you know what, I'm going to write a song called Billy Joel, because they had me, like, playing piano at our first family dinner together. No, and, no pressure, uh, no pressure. I know, right? I wrote down in my phone notes that night on the train ride back to New York City, I'm going to write a song called Billy Joel. Uh, fast forward, ended up doing it wanted to when i put it out i wanted to kind of at least let him know uh so then that way he wouldn't get caught and i was so terrified that he would end up catching wind of the song hearing it and being like oh this is a piece of crap <laughs> right 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 send, <laughs> and, send, uh, send that takedown notice <laughs> yeah exactly and i was like oh i don't want that to happen so let me let me try to get in touch with his team and i had won um a songwriting scholarship from the songwriters hall of fame and uh between my, the president there, Linda Moran, who's sort of like one of my godmothers in music and a mentor of mine between her and uh, because, you know, they gave Billy the, like a Lifetime Achievement Award in addition to him being in the Songwriters Hall of Fame to his publicist, to his people and Fiona from my team reached out to. So it was like my first time of like my people getting in touch with somebody else's people. Really. <laughs> you know? And so our people got in touch. And he uh, he listened to the song and he said that he really liked it and he, he got back in touch with me through his people uh, and so now we've actually we kind of have like a little relationship going on where we communicate between our people uh, which is kind of nice you know like I'll send him a congrats for uh, you know getting back to um, Fenway they kicked off his touring again with Fenway um, so I like sent him a little note there and, and like that kind of stuff so um, yeah and he ended up just just kind of goes to show how generous and awesome of a guy he is. With that, um, he got the Billy Joel Sirius XM station to play the song 
on on radio and put it into rotation. It was playing a couple times a day. So oh wow, yeah, royalty check actually did come through on that one. That's awesome. Um, you know, Billy Joel is really, really a stand-up guy, man. I know, you know, even though it was divorced through Christie Brinkley, he was, from what I understand, that he takes four seats, you know, front row center, no matter what show he's in, and they mostly sit vacant. But if Christie Brinkley and her kids want to go to see a Billy Joel show anywhere, there's four seats no matter where, he, where he's playing. That's awesome. I mean, and, you know, he does that whole thing where he leaves front front row stuff kind of unsold and then gives those to fans that buy tickets that are going to be in the back because it uh it ensures that people that are buying those front that are getting those front row tickets like they're really really excited to be there and that's something that i i kind of want to model when i'm eventually playing big enough venues where i can be like oh no we're not selling these seats <laughs> right right then uh you know that'd be great well that's great i, I mean I, I didn't realize that he did that i mean that sort of prevents the uh guy that has the 10 million dollar assets at citibank getting the that doesn't really care about billy joel just wants to be in the front row yeah you know instead of it being people taking out clients in the front row it's people that really want to be there for the music true well i'll tell you what Song, uh, uh, say you're, you're walking down the street in Naples and says, "Hey, I'm playing Ramshead on October second. Come on out and and see me." And somebody goes, "Hey, eh, you know, I don't know." What song do you? What's what song of yours do you tell them that seals the deal? Says, "Hey, okay, I need to go see this show." That's a great question. Is that double um, dub, double vaxxed? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, that, that's speaking of you know the musical parodies and that kind of stuff. I had. I had uh, written a song called Double Vax that kind of blew up on TikTok. And we were like, eh, you know, whatever, let's just put it out between now and when I actually start releasing our real stuff. Um, so, hey, yeah, if you want to feel healthy and safe. And uh, so maybe hearing my song Double Vax will seal the deal for you because you know that I, I want this pandemic to be over and for us to be back enjoying live music. So if that seals the deal for you, awesome. If you want to actually get a taste of what my music is like regularly, probably Roommate Confetti um, and Billy Joel. Listen to Billy Joel. That's that's who I am as an artist. Um, I get a little bit louder. I get a bit bolder. But at the end of the day, most of my stuff, it's, it's just from the heart. And it's not for the faint of heart either. It's, uh, it's dramatic. It's, it's big. And it's a lot of fun. And I'm bringing my band, so... We're gonna we're gonna have a great time at Ramside. It's gonna be awesome. Well, I'll tell you, as COVID seems to be waning, fingers crossed, um, and you're taking the show on the road. And I guess you're glad to be back in front of a live audience. And I'll tell you, some bands and artists are great live. Some are really great in the studio. And I mean, I've seen some live that are that I was fans of, and I'm like, is this the same band? You know, because they've got <laughs> they've got the studio. And some are great both live and in the studio. And I'll, I'll tell you, I've put you in that last category there because I have seen you live I have seen you or I haven't seen you in the studio but I've, I've witnessed and heard your studio stuff and you do put on a, a good show I mean as far as the, the personality just jumps right out and everything else I do encourage everybody to go but I mean what's it mean to get back on the road again uh, well thanks that means a lot I think part of that too is I was always really I, I wasn't a producer so I was really bad in the studio and so it was always my mission to be like alright well I have to be really good live uh, <laughs> and you know, that can happen. But I mean, so getting back on the road live and getting to do that thing that I put so much time into making just an awesome experience. Um, you know, I don't have pyrotechnics. I don't have any of that stuff. I'm still, I'm still an up and coming artist, but I bring it all. And so for that, to me, to be able to do that and give all of that to people and have it resonate with them. I mean, it's, it means the world. It's why I got into this. I fell in love 
with music because I liked playing for people. I liked performing for people and having their heartbreak help them heal that a little bit through my music or help them feel some joy because of my music. And it's just the great uniter. And, uh, so getting to actually have that experience in person again, that's the best. Yeah. And one thing that I do like about you is that, and, and I'm going to say hundred percent from what I've heard, you don't do any covers. Pretty much everything's no. original, right? Yeah. I look, I will at, if people really want and all, but I'll always try. I'll, to I'll, I'll be the one in the front row going free bird. Okay. With the- <laughs> you know, sometimes you get an artist that you know, says, oh yeah, I'm American Idol or America's Got Talent or any whatever those shows mm-hmm. are. You get somebody that comes up and says, oh, I'm going to sing a song I wrote. And invariably the judges sit there and roll their eyes going, okay, well, where, where is this train wreck going to go? And that's not the case with you, man. It's, you know, they're, they're real. People can relate to it. The music is good and the lyrics are good. And that's what I really like about it. I mean, you look at this and say, hey, this is this is new music. I haven't heard this before. This isn't, oh, I like his rendition of, you know, Freebird. Um, yeah. And that's one thing that really I think sets you apart is that, you know, you're, you're true to you and true to the original music. Yeah, thanks, man. I mean, I, I didn't get into music to be playing other people's stuff forever you know I, I think there's a lot that you can learn from playing other people's material and you know i do that kind of almost more privately than i do when i get up on on a stage but i mean for me my goal is always to what can i do to say something that hasn't been said before or say something that has been said but in a new way what can i do musically that's going to be different how can i make somebody feel like even if it's their first time listening to my song that it's not their first time listening to that song and you know, when I, if I play a cover, I feel like now I'm basically on an episode of American Idol. And I'm like, you know what? There's so many people who, look, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a pretty good singer. I have a pretty, I have a really big range, all that kind of stuff. But like, there's people who are just absolutely insane, ridiculous vocalists, right? My strength isn't fully necessarily that. My, my strength is I'm an artist and I'm a writer. And it's kind of the marriage of all of those things together as opposed to, me saying, hey, I'm going to sing a cover song X, Y, Z. Now I'm putting myself in a competition I don't even want to be in. Music to me isn't a competition. It's about um, what can we do that's new and different and pushing things forward. And I think sometimes people also play a lot of cover songs in their new bands because uh, they're trying to get the audience to like them and be on their side so that then they can earn the ability to play that original song. And I say, hey, you know what? You're coming out to my show. You know you're going to hear original music. And we're going to have an awesome experience together that you're not going to get the same experience tomorrow night if you come and see my show. Because it's going to be com- completely different. And I think that's awesome. Well, if you're looking to see the shows, we've got a couple chances down here in the area. You're at Ram's Head on stage at 1 p.m. on October 2nd. And that's an all-ages matinee show, so you can bring the kids. Um, if you want to ditch the kids, a 21 and over show at Jam and Java down in Vienna at 7 p.m. on October 4th. And then you head on up to New York, right, on October 6th. Mm-hmm. And then and then you're back to Nashville again, right? And then back to Nashville, yeah, October 14th. So if anybody's uh, road tripping down to Nashville, then come see me there at the basement. What, in the larger picture, what's next for AJ Smith? October 8th, I'm dropping my first single off of my new album, which I've kind of been sort of keeping under wraps except on live streams and that kind of stuff. So just check out my website, ajsmithmusic.com, and I'll be sure to link everything there. Um, I'm shooting a music video for it next week, uh, which I'm really excited about, and it's going to be awesome. We've got some amazing choreography going in that. I'm featuring 
my fiance again in it. Um, she's in Steven Spielberg's West Side Story, uh, so oh, you cool. know she's a talent. Yeah. You know? um, and so she's going to be dancing and performing in it, acting opposite me, uh, along with some of our other friends who've been in Anastasia the Musical and An American in Paris and a bunch of other musicals. So we're going to kind of try to bring some of that theatricality, but mixed with pop music, and uh, it's it's a really really cool song, really cool video. Right. And, um, I'm excited for it. Then, of course, next year you got the uh, the wedding. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then I got the wedding, which we're getting married in Italy. Oh, that's fantastic. Did you invite Clooney? Yeah. Uh, I did not invite Clooney just yet, but maybe he'll like hear my new song and he'll want to come, too. Call, I, call, I am inviting Billy. I, 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 <laughs> I, I was going to say, call Clooney up and tell him you know Billy Joel. And he, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have to invite Billy. He's like brought us together a little bit. You know? so, <laughs> I, I'm sure he won't be able to make it. He's a pretty busy guy, but you know, whatever. I'll leave. Just like he leaves a couple tickets open, I'll, I'll leave a ticket. Open. I'll leave a table open. You, you know, maybe I'll send you a blender. You never, <laughs> you never know. You never. I know. need a new blender, so that would be perfect. <laughs> well, I'll tell you to support you. You want to go to ajsmithmusic.com. You can check out his YouTube channel. You can check out the TikTok, which uh, I I never go near there. It terrifies me. But probably, you know, Spotify, all the places where you would expect music, but the best way that you probably can support you, and tell me if I'm wrong here, but is, is just to share the music and let your friends know about it. Absolutely. That's, that's the best, uh, and I would appreciate it. Just, uh, yeah, hey, listen, listen to this song, listen to that song. We're going to play one on the way out of here as well. But before we wrap, and I want to bring it back to Annapolis a little bit, but with your grandparents have been local here, you must have spent a bunch of time here as a little kid, right? Oh yeah, got oh, yeah. I got my first stitches at, in um, in my head, jumping on my grandma's bed, which I denied. I denied <laughs> for years. Before I <laughs> that's that's funny. So, how old were you when you finally came out and uh, fessed up? When I admitted, uh, probably like fifteen. <laughs> okay, well, the statute of limitations had probably expired there from getting uh, getting your yeah, butt, I butt get beat from grandma. Anymore, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, A.J. Smith is going to be bringing his band to the Ram's Head on stage October 2nd for one matinee show. It is all ages. You can get your tickets at ramsheadonstage.com. And if you need some convincing, ajsmithmusic.com. And I got to compliment you on the simplicity of your name and the ability to pronounce it. I mean, there's nothing fancy about <laughs> ajsmithmusic.com. Uh, it brings you everything. Check out that song, Billy Joel. I do like that. That's one of my favorites. Uh, roommate was kind of fun. And as I said, I the first one I ever saw was the um, Brooklyn Knights. Yeah, we That's usually what, use that to close the show. So <laughs> learn all those words. <laughs> there, there you go. Spoiler alert. Again, AJ Smith, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. I can't wait to see you again in October. Again, October 2nd, Ramshead on stage. It is an all-ages show at 1 o'clock. And go to ajsmithmusic.com and then go to ramsheadonstage.com and get your tickets. You hurt sometimes and sometimes You hurt me, then I defend words I don't mean we sit in silence And you start crying In all my pride I never wipe your tears That's when you call me insincere You leave me broken But I'm not hopeless Because I know that you're old And I admit that I've been wrong So baby, what are we fighting for? I've 
podcast from Ion Annapolis. Please visit us at ionannapolis.net. Follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at Ion Annapolis. And if you haven't subscribed to the Daily News Brief podcast, go for it. And all of your local news will be delivered to your phone, tablet, or smart device by 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday.